0: one. It is Life Planning 101 on this marvelous Monday morning on KTX-KWBY, and we have Angela Robinson and a special guest, Jim Kennedy, in the office. I almost said Jim Robinson.
2: <laughs> oh, Brett would love that.
0: <laughs> Speaking of practical jokes.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. There's some. There's an internal inside joke going on with that one, for sure. Um, but uh, we have a great show lined out, and I have to give thanks to you, Terry. You're the one that actually came up with this idea, oh. um, you know, several weeks weeks ago, you said, you know, it'd be great if you just got Jim in here with all his gray hair. Actually, he didn't say that, but that, that was an add-on. <laughs> um <laughs> And his wisdom from, you know, <laughs> over the years to, you know, just tell some stories about some of the most impactful things that we've seen and some of the things that, you know, people don't think about that they need to watch out for or think about. And it got me to, to think in this week, because we always, you know, write an article for our weekly life lessons. What should we write on? And I thought we need to write on wisdom and, you know, what value wisdom has, right? And there's this uh, story going around uh, Facebook recently about a massive ship, and the engine was broke, and the, the people worked on the ship. They tried to work on it, work on it, work on it, couldn't get it to work whatsoever. They hired people, brought people in, experts from all over. Nobody could get this engine to work whatsoever, so they found this older gentleman that had been working on ships for years and years and years and years, and he came in, and Examined it really well and then he took his hammer out and he just tapped it a couple times and boom, starts working immediately and they're just shocked that this guy was able to do this and so afterwards they got this bill from the guy a couple weeks afterwards and it was for $10,000. Well, they thought, what? This is outrageous. All he did was tap on the engine and it worked out. You know, why, how did that work? Why, why was that like that? And they sent a letter back saying, we would like a breakout of how you justify this $10,000 expense. And so he sent a breakout, $2 for the tapping, Nine thousand nine hundred ninety-eight dollars for knowing where to tap.
0: That's exactly right. right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and this is that's that's what wisdom is all about. You know, in in a lot of respects, it's the most valuable thing you can achieve and maintain in your life, and I think next to you know your relationship with Jesus Christ right Right. and it's just you know the only way you're able to get there we always say that you don't gain wisdom till you're older because you have to make all those bad mistakes yourself but you know dad always told me growing up and that's the reason he's here today is he said you know if you just pay attention to your surroundings you can know everything you want to know in life and that's so true. And we have a blessing in our business, and I, I think it's what we why we get paid. You know, it's why we're able to you know be like that that man that worked on that engine is because all of the experiences that we've had with our clients, and you know even the the stories that they've told us of other family members are just the stockpile of information that's helped us build the knowledge and the wherewithal that we need to help people do things right. Because you would probably agree, Terry, how many times do you get a chance to retire? Only once. Only once, right. How many times do you get a chance to sell your business? Only once. Right. How many, chance do you, how many times do you get to die? <laughs> Only once. <laughs> Only once, right? You so get to pay you, taxes you, That's <laughs> a, you, you get to pay taxes every year. That's right. If you don't get it right this year, you'll finally figure out the pain's bad enough. You'll start working towards something. But,
0: you know. The, the, the experience is, Positive and negative. I uh, mean, the, I mean, you see a lot of positive stories and you learn from those, but then you also learn, probably learn even more from the things that maybe didn't go quite right in that's right.
2: life. That's right. And, you know, those are the most impactful. So, you know, I think we all in life, you know, we, we ask a question to every one of our clients is, what's the most important thing to you? And what's the most important thing to you about money? And usually it's not the money. It's taking care of the people that they love the most. Right. Right. And when you realize one day you wake up and you've made mistakes that you're not able to do that, I think it's devastating for people. And, you know, that's what we're here for. We're here to protect those types of situations. So I want to introduce my dad, um, Jim Kennedy. I always say he has enough wisdom for both of us with all that gray hair. So,
1: (laughs) That's when I'm going to take the hammer out and show you right where to hit.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I didn't say, and, and yesterday was his birthday, April Fool's, so I give him all the hard time I want to give him. But, you know, I will say I'm so blessed because I don't know how young people, in fact, I'm going to Texas Tech University tomorrow to talk to a bunch of young people, and I don't know how young people come into this business and learn all they need to know without, you know, working off the coat tells of someone with wisdom. And that's what I have between my dad and my brother. I'm working on a lot of coattails right there. And it's such a blessing because it's been able to catapult me to be able to work and learn new things and and help our clients in ways that I don't think that we've ever been able to imagine because we just keep catapulting off of each other. And that's just it's a wonderful thing to have. And we're very blessed for that. So thank you, Dad. And I'm glad you're here this morning. And I know um, you wanted to start with a story that I think is probably most near and dear to your heart. I've heard you tell it in seminars for the last fifteen years, and uh, long time. Yes, it's mm-hmm. it's just something that I know uh, with a family that we've worked with for a long time, and we we still care about them very deeply. So,
1: yeah, I think uh, as you're talking there, I, you know, something that makes you know Terry. You was talking about the good and the bad. It makes my heart ache. And I'm sitting in a coffee shop listening to people do their planning, and uh, they're getting it from their you know neighbor, their brother, their sister, the you know, who, whoever it might be. But I think the big thing is, is no one realizes that this is not about one thing. It's about many things. And you have to put the big picture together. You can't just take the item and say, this is my plan, you know, because there's always something that you're forgetting and not doing. And so I think what I, uh, when I listen to this and think about uh, what we do, but it is wisdom, which comes with time. There's not much other way that you can get it. And how we get that wisdom is through our through experiences. And it's not only our experiences, but our our clients' experiences. So we ask a lot of questions and find out how things happen. And, uh, and that equals, no, and and plus knowledge, you know, obviously the training. But that equals direction and purpose. And if you put all that together, you know, if we can help people get directed where they need to go and then live life on purpose, then, you know, what more can you ask for? And that's what people fail to realize. It's more than just you know one thing it's it's many many things because everything that you know, that you do has a response one way or the other good or bad and so you have to realize what's what's going on but as angie was saying one of my favorite stories i have a friend that was in a business and he referred this gentleman to us and he's a professional person he says he wants to retire. He's just, he's he's really got issues with being in the world so long and working what he was doing, but he didn't think he could. And he wanted to know can, can he retire? And never met him. Actually, did everything over the phone. And I called him up after we got the plan all put together with all the details to it. Wanted to go see him and uh, walked into his office. And, and uh, uh, he wasn't there. He wasn't, he wasn't, he went up to the door and, I, and I asked the, The receptionist says, you know, is Mr. Clyde in there, Mr. Prospect? And they said, yes, yes, he's here. And he gets up, he walks over, and he's sitting in a chair out in the lobby, and he had his Hawaiian shirt and shorts on his cap. And uh, he says, when you told me I could retire, he said, I just started today. (laughs) (laughs) But he needed to retire, you know, several years earlier because he had health problems, but he was afraid. He was afraid of the answer. And he was afraid because of of his family he wanted to make sure his family was taken care of but so we got him we got we got everything done for him to retire and he had a lot of legal things that need to be done taken care of so he protect protect his assets his net worth his family and I get a call, and the call is from his wife and he just had a stroke mm. and he's in the hospital and so immediately i asked i said i don't i, I don't know how how he's doing but did you get those documents signed? Did you get them done? And she said no. Mm. And so I get on the phone. I call this attorney because he already told us that he would be there. And he went down to the to the hospital. He got the documents signed. And this was after the first stroke. Within a couple of hours, he had a second stroke, and he never was with us again. You know, in a in a good way. Mental right. capacity. In mental capacity. He was. Yeah. He ended up going to a nursing home. Everything they'd worked all their life for was never experienced. And, uh, you know, it was a very sad situation, but it was also great that what time we did have that we got things done so she could live life the way that she wanted to live it. And it's gone down to to the children and the grandchildren and each set of, Family is different, you know. Each wants a different to way of planning, different thought process. But just being able to help them and see that, and so my my thoughts are always: don't wait till you think you can retire. Don't wait till you think you can do something. Get direction way ahead of time. And he would have enjoyed probably ten years. Worth of having fun with his family before this would have ha- ever happened, and uh, just because he had plenty of money, he just didn't know he had plenty of money. Right. And it wasn't cash; it was a, it was investable assets that need to be sold, things that could be he could do something else with. And uh,
2: but again, what was the most important thing? It wasn't those assets.
1: No, it was his family, make, yeah. taking care of his family, and uh, they became they've become very very dear friends. Since then, his wife has passed away, so it's just been a great experience for us but also just to look back and think, oh my gosh what a blessing that a friend of mine called and said you need to talk to this guy because hadn't, hadn't been for that first step of someone caring for him we'd have never got involved and then right. that would have been a total wreck financially tax like you were talking about Uncle Sam was always out there getting his money and we kept him from getting the, tax, the money uh, tax wise and there's a lot of things that took place but it was it's something that that we just can't tell you how important it is to plan and do not wait because that's one thing. We don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. No, Absolutely. we don't.
2: Well, when we come back, there's more wisdom to be shared.
0: Segment two of Life Planning 101, a lot of great information. So I'm going to turn it back over to Angela and Jim.
2: Yes, and uh, we're talking about wisdom. So, speaking of wisdom, I was actually looking back at some notes I took back in 2008. I have no idea why these were at the top of my desk, but it was very interesting looking at my handwriting from 2008 to now. It's gotten a lot worse. <laughs> but <laughs> I listened to a speaker named Mark Zinder. And at that time, he gave some statistics. He stated the average baby boomer has four financial advisors. And you would think among four financial advisors, there'd be enough wisdom to avoid pitfalls. Right? Right. So, (laughs) well, there's two points to bring up here. First, he also stated another statistic. The first is that 70% of advisors say they do comprehensive wealth management only 9.6% of those 70% actually do it. right? And those are statistics that he gave. Secondly, you know, know, I've given this analogy on the show before, but I actually wrote it down because I had to think about what are my four favorite foods, right? So if you think about your four favorite foods, and I wrote mine down, tiramisu, crab legs, fettuccine. I'm going to make myself hungry. (laughs) And then uh, I can't even say this last one. Eggs, sausage, biscuits, and gravy. Man, especially if it's dad's. On the campfire. My favorite foods. Sounds great, right? But what if I took all of them and mixed them in one bowl?
0: Mm, not so good. No,
2: <laughs> not so good. And unintentionally, when people diversify their advisors, that's what they do. And so, you know, one of the short stories that, you know, Dad wanted to talk about today, um, very interesting, but it, it deals with just that, diversifying advisors and what kind of risk that can create.
1: Yeah, the uh, we've seen this happen many times where People will go out and pick two or three different advisors, and then what happens? We just this just happened just this last week is they're all uh, very very conservative investment that this gentleman wanted to be in, and I said, well, just let us give you a second opinion as to what your other portfolio looks like. Sent it to him, got on the phone and said, and we have like a speedometer, and he's he's running 70, 68, 69 miles an hour. The market runs at 78 and he says oh my gosh that can't be that's not what this guy told me you know and you know once I showed him that sent it to him he said I'm gonna go have to have a talk and then we'll need to be talking later but it's just amazing how many people think by diversifying that they end up you know, being better with their portfolios and risk-wise because that they don't want to take the risk of putting everything in one basket. And the, one, the person that puts it all in one basket, like with us, what we're doing is we're looking at the big picture again and making sure that you don't own, you're not running 68 when you want to be running 45, you know, with your portfolio. you don't, You're taking too much risk. We see it time and time again. The other side of that is that we see people will go to their – the largest firm in town, largest firm in the area, and they think they're taken care of for life. And we just experienced this also. But the person that I've been trying to get in the doors and talk to, been a friend, wouldn't since just, 1996. Yeah, by the 1996. Way. Finally came in and says, I've never put my money with anybody because I've always trusted these people to direct us and uh when we went through everything i just got sicker and sicker and sicker of what i saw and everything he'd done just about was wrong wow and he's being taxed twice on his money across the board which i know he never had any intention to do that but he trusted the firm that he was dealing with his he didn't invest money didn't put money back and get a deduction for it all those years that he was working along with his wife he has less money than people that make very little money you know and in his retirement accounts because he thought he was doing what he was supposed to and no one ever told him hey you need to max out your retirement plan and he lives in a half-million-dollar home and he's gonna have to sell that home because he's not gonna be able to stay retired and uh it's, you know It sounds sad. Uh, it may not be, you may not feel too bad for him, but this man I know has put in hours and hours and hours. Owning his all own his, business. On his own business. All he's ever done is want to take care of his, his employees, his clients, and his, and his family. And now he's down to he's going to have to sacrifice. And I think when we were talking to him, I think one of the best statements I heard Angela say to him, says, as an employer, you've always been able to do what you want to do and write checks when you want to write them for something today we have to look at is you're getting you're on a w-2 you in other words you're getting a paycheck and this is all the money you have it's it is all you can spend it on is what what's there if you spend more you're going to go broke sooner and i know you don't want that to happen so there's got to be major changes in your life and you know again but
2: just imagine had he started planning when you asked him to in nineteen ninety six. You yeah. know, the difference between what could have been and and what was because it wasn't that he'd lacked success. And I think, you know, that's the problem with most people we see is they outgrow. The advisors that they're working with, their success outgrows the advisors that they're working
1: well, with. Well, they outgrow it, and also I don't think the I don't think this particular firm really knew everything he had.
2: No, <laughs> and, and you know you see that all the time. You you've seen uh, people have you know different professionals across everywhere. They've got CPAs and insurance agents and attorneys, and nobody's talking to each other. Right. So the advice that they're getting is piecemealed.
1: That's true. And it's
2: like those favorite foods mixed in a bowl.
1: Yeah. So somebody's gotta be the quarterback. We gotta take the plate of food, put it on a put it on one plate and don't unless don't mix everything up. One's but, for
2: breakfast, one's for lunch and one's for dinner.
1: Right. Dessert, There's right? a reason. There's a reason. But, uh, yeah.
2: You may still have a stomachache if you eat it all in one day, but at least you, you so, can eat it. Yeah. So our
1: <laughs> advice to him is if you'd have just got the second opinion, just got that one thing. It wouldn't have cost him anything at the time. And it made all the difference in the world. Yeah, and it had been a huge difference in his life. Wow. We need to take another break.
2: When we come back, more wisdom.
0: Final segment of Life Planning One Hundred and One. Already, Angela.
2: Right, right here on Life Planning One Hundred and One, we have Jim Kennedy, the founder, and uh, the wisdom of Kennedy Financial Services. <laughs> he shakes his head when I say that. I don't know if he knows that. Yeah, you know, it's just He's, his
0: daughter talking. Or it's like the uh, you know the basketball <laughs> coach that has six hundred wins. And yeah, says, John Wooden. Uh, <laughs> I, I just did
1: it a long time. He said that's the only way you get the six hundred wins. You do it a long time. So, that's right. You know, behave, changing your behavior creates a dis. And that's all we have to do is just know that we have to change behavior sometimes. So.
2: This entire program, this Life Planning 101, is about living life on purpose. And I think sometimes we forget that when we look at our money. We look at our money for what it is and not what it's for when it should be the reverse. We should look at what it's for, not what it is. Right. right? And I think these last few stories you've got to share with us go right in line with that of, you know, it, it's, it's not about what it is and too many times the emotion gets a hold of us.
1: Yeah, definitely so. It changes things. Yeah. I think the emotions is probably the hardest thing there is to manage because when it comes to money, uh, everyone thinks that they have to have so much money to be able to live the life that they want to live. And they think they need to make the decisions on how that money should be invested, how much they should spend, and all these things, and never, they really don't want a second opinion as to how that happens. And I'm just gonna kind of piggyback on two or three different stories here. But emotions are so strong. There's a fear and there's a greed. We don't like either one of them. Greed causes you to lose money because you say I've got to, I've got to earn more money, and you, and you're going, you're shooting for the moon. So the fear keeps you from moving forward. Right. And you just can't have have either one of those. And we've Actually, we've seen people in the down market when they just got so fearful they took everything out. And we had one client they, the spouse wanted one spouse wanted to take everything out, and of course the other one didn't want to make the other one unhappy, so they said, "Oh yeah, I'll take it all out." So on the way out the door, the one says, "Turn around, back to me. You put mine back in." <laughs> and so, <laughs> so don't you take it out? So one year later, we meet with them about their portfolio. There was literally. 50% difference in re- in the amount of money that was in their accounts. They both had the same amount.
2: To start and, with, yeah.
1: And the spouse that said, take it out, they were so fearful. How could you lose that much money? He says, I didn't lose that much money. It wasn't invested. And, uh, and the husband, had thank goodness he was there. He says, he begged you. He got on his hands and knees and told you, please do not take this money out of the market because you will lose money. He told you that. and his And his money doubled in that period of time and uh, after that she comes back in she says do whatever you want to do i'm taking pills taking my happy pill i'm taking my happy (laughs) pill and i'll do whatever you say do (laughs) so you know she realized the mistake she made so many people don't don't realize that another type of emotion that we see is the mental illness emotions thinking that they need to do something because they're not thinking clearly and this is probably one of the hardest things that we're facing today is who do we talk to when we know you're not making good decisions and we know that dementia is setting in. So this person actually took money out, bought a house with it, didn't you remember where he got the money? He said he got it out of his checking account and it came out of his investment account. And then he took money out and actually put it in a different investment, lost over fifty percent of his money because of taxes and the investment went down and thinks that he lost the money. You know, and the spouse is not strong enough to Protect that money from this was one Speak individual up. the yeah. the and and so we know dementia is setting in And alzheimer's is setting in and it's a huge problem so, you know We want to have that relationship with the kids somebody else that can pull the trigger and say don't let mom or dad Spend everything they have or do things that's going to cause them to lose everything they have because of, of this mental illness issue and the last thing that that I think that we want to talk about is Husbands and wives, like Angela said from the very beginning, the number one thing is it, it is money, but it's, money is only a tool that helps take care of our family. And so we want to take care of our family. And so sometimes we see people that when they lose a spouse from death, accidents, uh, sickness, or even sometimes divorce, but mostly it's a tragic thing that happens. They, if they haven't done good planning in their life, they are not willing to make changes in their life. And so that person, especially the people that are used to spending money and they have a big home, they have a lot of expenses like to go, they continue to spend, spend, spend. And then all of a sudden they wake up one day and they're 60 years old and there's nothing there. So guess who's going to have to take care of them? The kids. kids. Yeah. Do you think the kids want to take care of their parents? I, no. I can tell you, no, none of them, we have not found one. Not one. Not even my daughter wants to take care of me, <laughs> I and I that. begged her. I got on my hands and I, I just begged you
2: is, to buy long-term care insurance. There's <laughs> a difference. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: so the best thing you can do is talk your kids into paying for that long-term. Care. So, and that works out really well. I'm really happy that she's doing that. So hit, you hit. Hit. thank you, thank <laughs> uh, But it is a it is an issue, and we don't we hate to see this but people have to be willing to make changes when changes need to be made and they need to have somebody I think it all boils down to trust but they don't know who to believe who to trust they just want to believe in themselves so
2: that's right you know and you said it best terry that you know we don't claim to know everything at kennedy financial services we just want you know our job is to quarterback it to make sure that you know we may remain proactive and i think the biggest thing is is that we know enough not to settle for the words no we know the answer can be found somewhere somehow we know enough to ask the questions that people don't know to ask We know enough to be able to talk to professionals when you don't feel comfortable talking to professionals or don't even know what professional you need to go talk to. And we know enough to be able to know that you need that holistic, comprehensive planning. You do need it. Everybody needs it. And that's extremely important, and it's often never done. And th- that's where these tragedies end up happening. So, you know, if you want to avoid that stress and, and, and want to be able to be able to take care of your family, that's the most important thing, right? Right. So we want to thank you for being on the show, Dad. And uh, I know we probably went long, but uh, God bless everyone. Happy Easter. He is risen. He is risen indeed. And uh, this is Life Planning on 101 with Kennedy Financial Services here in Eastland, Texas.